Today's episode is brought to you by The Gaming Stadium. They are Canada's leader in online esports tournament facilitation. They've got tournaments happening every single weekend that you do not want to miss out on. And you can find out all about them at TGS.gg. I'm with Robbie Amell, who is the star of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. One of the stars. That's the cool thing about this movie is that there's a lot of familiar faces and lots of characters that we know and love from the Resident Evil franchise. What was this movie like for you to make, Robbie? Oh, this movie was a dream come true for me. I mean, I grew up on the games. Uh, I grew up on the character. I grew up on the movies. Um, one of my one of my buddies played Wesker in the prior Resident Evil movies. So I'm a big fan of his and a big fan of those. And just getting to be a part of, of this universe and play this character it was just kind of like it was just awesome right on well chris redfield is one of the you know the favorite characters out there in resident evil lore the fans love this character what does chris mean to you and how did you approach making this character come to life on screen i mean the great thing for me was a lot of that was taken care of johannes um roberts who wrote and directed the movie is as big a fan of the games as i am when we first met about the movie we just geeked out for an hour talked about the games, talked about his adaptation, talked about the Easter eggs, talked about how he was going to shoot it and the tone of the movie, everything. And um, I just thought that he, you know, he did such a great job of bringing Chris to life on the page that I didn't have a whole lot to, to worry about. I mean, the nice thing was in the games, Chris is a little bit of this, you know, hero, but stoic, a little quieter, um, not flat, but like, you know, he's he's the super Plays by the book soldier. Yeah. And, you know, that's cool in theory, but it's probably a little boring for an hour and 45 minutes. So I think what Johannes did so well was he took things from Resident Evil 1 and 2 and adapted the games to to this movie and then took some liberties because it's a movie and you have to. And he created, you know, these these characters stories and relationships and that makes everything that people want to see matter so much more did you guys go back to the resident evil games at all did you play them as a as a collective did you you know have them almost work as storyboards as you were setting up shots and stuff i mean if you play one and two and then you watch the movie it's like it's unbelievable the the yeah. some of the stuff is pulled right from it i replayed one and i played remastered two uh, before before shooting and like when I walked into the uh, mansion for the first yeah. time it was like this is straight out of the game in the best kind of way um, uh, the Easter eggs like you know I would say two to three times a week I would just be like oh no way like you know just something new and some of them are just in the background of the movie they're just there for for the people who played the games to see them and be like oh no way like we were shooting in the laboratory and there's a bunch of like green and red and blue herbs and it's just cool and if you don't play the games you don't know what it is and if you do you're like of course well of course <laughs> that's what i love so much about the movie it's just a, a love letter to the games like it's a really it's kind of cheeky you pull from the memes and stuff like that uh, i actually sure. got a fan question actually uh from murray lane who says uh from Ghostman Muss on twitter who says uh, what is your favorite filling in a jill sandwich <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> me me <Chris. laughs> 
<laughs> That's great. Do you have a favorite of the Resident Evil games? I really want to try four on VR just because I think I've heard it's unbelievable. I just um, reviewed it. It's amazing. Really? I, yeah. They literally just sent me a code. They were like, do you want to play this? I was like, yeah, for sure. Uh, I just haven't had a chance yet. Going back and playing one was really cool because I'm playing as myself and like yeah. in its original form. Um, the controls are a little hard. Like I replayed yes. it and I was like, this yeah. is, it's just dated and it's different. Um, the remastered of two is actually beautiful. They did a really good job with it. Um, I'm a, I have a bit of a weird, weird one that sticks out to me was the GameCube one that came with a gun that you could like, actually, it yeah. was, it was, it was kind of like you walk with the D pad and then you're actually firing the gun at the screen. Um, okay. I just played it in my basement start to finish in like two nights and it was just <laughs> like it was not a I'm not gonna say it's not a great game but it's not a great game but it was super different and fun and and yeah. and and there was nothing else like it out at the time I think you're just, gonna find that with Resident Evil 4 in VR it's very different yeah. than the original but it's so fun yeah it's crazy fun. yeah I'm excited about that have you played Resident Evil 8 uh, Village yet I haven't played Village yet but I was talking to Johannes. I'm like, so in like 20 years, when I'm old enough, we just come back and we make res we make live action Resident Evil Village or what? He's like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Are you ready for this? Because Chris Redfield, you know, obviously he's in so many of the Resident Evil games. Are you ready to like live a film career now as this character? Um, I mean, I'll play this character as long as they'll have me. I just, you know, for me, it's kind of a childhood dream. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, the people involved and the script. And with this one, it was a no-brainer. The script was great. Johannes was obviously the right guy for the job. Um, so, it, like, it wasn't even a question. I also think that this is the movie that the fans have been waiting for. I think that if you play, grew up playing the games, you are going to lose your mind. And if you didn't, it's still a cool 90s horror zombie movie. Like, I, I think the 90s of it brings a nice charm and a little bit of humor. And like you said, a little bit of like, you know, cheekiness to it, which I think, yeah. you know, the when there's a little bit of humor, it makes the scares hit that much harder. Um, well, the original games were based off of like the Romero era of zombie mm -hmm. movies. And this kind of evokes that. And I love that it's, you know, very low rent technology in the in the movie because yeah. it's in the 90s. And it's really true to the spirit of the games. You know, I, I thought it was really fun. I, you know, job well done by all of you guys. Uh, Neil Thank McDonough. You is in this and he's oh yeah uh, i love his work he's always super cool and whatever he pops up in and he's also just uh, like the best guy ever all right on so it was fun working i'm sure through the cw universe you guys had probably connected or something in the past we had hung out a bunch at like some comic cons and stuff but we had never worked together and uh, mm -hmm. i just i knew him through my cousin obviously and and neil just was like he's just the best this is a guy who has worked with Spielberg and Tom yeah. Cruise, like he's worked with the best of the best. And he's, I remember on one day on set, he's got a giant green screen arm on, or like green suit yes. arm on that you know they're gonna have eyeballs coming out on like blood, fake blood on his face. And like, he just owns it. And he, you know, it's easy to feel silly when you're wearing something like that. And like, I was just kind of in awe of how much he just delivered take after take in 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 such a weird scenario for most people and he was just like 
all business, killed it, and just such a good guy. Awesome. Uh, and Donal Logue is in this as well, uh, or Donal, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's terrific. What I say Donal, but yeah. I don't know if I'm right. You know, we shot a, we shot a <laughs> pilot years and years and years ago, and then I hadn't seen him since then for this. And like, just watching him in the bullpen scene where he's just like, barking. half of that's improvised. He's just like, he's just ripping, oh, he's, he's just riffing, he's just having a good time. And we're all like, he just owns it. And you totally buy him in that role. Um, He's great. The whole cast was awesome. Like he, you know, Johannes, Johannes is just, he kind of just doesn't mess around. He, he, he met with everybody. He made sure everybody was on the same page and he just put together a great cast. You've got all of these characters in makeup and there's zombie blood and gore all over. Does, does any, like, I always think that that stuff would just stink. Like it would just smell bad when you're, you know, it's when the you're opposite. On the... It just tastes like sugar or it smells like sugar. It's all, oh, okay. it's all like okay. glucose based. So it's like, you know, all the mouth blood and stuff, it's super sweet. It's very, very sticky. It's wildly sticky. Um, I came home with it on one night just because I was like, I was exhausted. I came home with a big cut and all this stuff. And yeah. my wife and I were living in a condo in Toronto right now. And I got home and secure. I walked in and security was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, well, oh yeah, no, it's, it's all fake stuff. And like, I thought I had been in like a bad accident. Had you ever done anything in the horror space like this before? Had you done a, a zombie type thing or a monster type thing like this? No zombie stuff. I did a couple of movies called The Babysitter on Netflix, which are like horror comedy. A mm -hmm. uh, lot of blood, though. Um, but no like monsters or zombies. Um, I did. Uh, I don't think I've done much other zombie stuff. And like all the all the stuff with Code Eight is all like. Uh, you know, guys in green suits being robots. But uh, the yeah. cool thing about the the zombies on Resident Evil it was all stunt men and women in the makeup. So, like, they we could really go for it with with the fight scenes and and make sure that it looked like you know everybody was in danger. It wasn't too soft. I got a question here from that Doongi. Was it at all frightening to work with all of the monsters and zombies? And what did you think of those undead? Did you have any freakouts, any scares at all when you're in the middle of all that stuff? You know, it's way scarier to watch a horror movie than it is to make a horror movie. It kind, <laughs> you kind of see behind the curtain a little bit. You've got these stunt players in full gear and they're terrifying. And then you see one like eating a sandwich or like drinking a Coke and you're like, nah, <laughs> never mind. Not that, not that scary. <laughs> You guys shot in uh, in Sudbury, Ontario. H had you been there before? And what was the reception to you guys being there with this big brand, this Resident Evil brand? That must have been pretty cool for the town folk. I had only been out there for hockey tournaments when I was younger, just like yep. bus trips out to Sudbury. Um, it was during COVID, so it was, it was not a whole uh, lot yes. of like hanging out or doing things, but the city was great. Everybody was... You know, there were no problems. Everybody was super receptive of us being there, especially during a pandemic. Um, uh, it was kind of nice to be out there, to be honest with you, because, you know, Sudbury was less people, a little bit, you know, pretty far north. There wasn't a whole lot of COVID there. It felt a little more normal than the big city at the time. Right. It's funny, you know, like Sudbury looks like it would be so beautiful in the summer with all the lakes and everything. But like most parts of Ontario in December, it's like, gloomy 
cold, <laughs> <Yeah>. gray, <laughs> everything's dying. And you're like, okay, this is Raccoon City. <laughs> it is Raccoon City. It's perfect for Raccoon City. What was your favorite part of this shoot for you personally? There were a few like real standout moments for me. One of them was during the camera test when we were trying on wardrobe and we found mm. like the green Vietnam flak jacket and like put the look together for Chris. It was just like super cool. I remember Capcom sent email an email to Johannes about like little notes for each character. And like Chris, it was like nothing. Chris looks like Chris. <laughs> like, oh, that's it was great. just like perfect. It was great. Um, <laughs> and then um, the fight scene where I'm in the dining hall where the only light is from the muzzle flash of my gun. That was super That was cool. just like, thank yeah. you. It was really fun to to rehearse and choreograph with the stunt department. And it was literally me and, and 10 stunt players just like this, putting together this this dance of like, you know, dodging knives and guns and teeth. And uh, it was super cool. I got to do the entire thing myself. Um, it, that was just kind of like me playing action action star for, for a couple of days, which was super cool. Well, it's edited beautifully, too. It's a standout Thanks. sequence in the movie. I loved it. Thank um, you. I want to talk to you real quick here while I've got you about Code 8. Congratulations mm -hmm. on the Netflix pickup. Um, Thank you. And, and how, how are you feeling? How are you and Steven feeling about, uh, you know, the, the reception to the original? And now you're getting to make more of the sandbox that you guys created. Oh, I mean, the response to the first one was so unbelievable. Even Netflix couldn't believe it when we, I remember, the, like a couple mornings before they're like, okay, you're going to premiere. Like we're excited. It sounds like it's tracking well, but like we won't know until it goes live. And uh, they were like, you know, if you break into the top 10, that would be really great. But if you don't like, don't worry, it's not a big deal. There's still going to be a lot of eyes on it. And by morning two, we were the number one movie and the number two thing overall. The only thing that was beating us was Tiger King, which is a damn phenomenon. So yeah, sure. Um, it was just so awesome and 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 mind-blowing the response from you know from just from all the fans and you know from it starting as this short film and crowdfunded movie and then it just premiered on canadian netflix like a month ago and it went to like number two in canada after it had already been released here on you know you two years ago or i guess a year and a half ago on like on demand and on crave so the staying power was really sweet and that's awesome it was really awesome for netflix to come in in, in a big way and, and kind of take the world on um on the sequel so the second one is a netflix original we're in week four of shooting right now i have a couple of days off just to do some some of these resident evil press days but it's it's going really well the movie's bigger the movie's badder the movie's really awesome kick ass man I'm a big fan of yours. I thought you were terrific Thank as you. Firestorm, which was the first time that I had sort of noticed you. And I, you know, you did a great job there. Uh, and I'm just happy to see your success. And uh, it was great to see you in this brand new Resident Evil. What have you got coming up? What's up after Resident Evil? What can people look forward to seeing you in? So we've got, uh, I just finished producing and starring in a movie called Float. It's a romantic comedy. Uh, Jeff Chan, who directed Code 8 and produced Code 8, he's uh, my producing partner on that. So we worked with Lionsgate right. and a company called Wattpad. And 
We worked uh, Andrea Bang is the lead uh, lead girl. She's from um, Kim's Convenience. She's amazing. We had a great time shooting that. I've got season two of Upload coming out this February, I believe. I just watched all seven episodes. They sent them over the other day. It's really great. If you like the first season, it's like it's super weird and out there in the best kind of way. And then uh, Code Eight Part Two will be, I would say, probably a yearish from right now since we're still in production. Awesome. Well, and uh, expect more Resident Evil appearances, pal. <laughs> I hope so. All right. Thank you so much, Robbie. Good luck with the movie. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Take Great care. talking to you.